This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. I learned a long time ago, you can keep all the guys in the block, chip and do all that, and then you throw against seven, three against seven, and nobody's open. You're getting sacked anyway. So get them out, throw it fast. Uh, you have to run the ball against a team that has pass rushers and make them stop the run uh, to set up the play action and keep it balanced. You can't, if you get into a passing frenzy with these guys, you're going to be in trouble. to the Real Buck Stock Podcast. This podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Follow at Real Buck Stock on all social media platforms. This is Michael Pless, your host, and always joined by my co-host, Mark Ramirez. Mark, it is finally football season. We are here. It is time for week one as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers welcome in the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday at 425. It's, it's time. I'm ready. Game one, about damn time. It seems like the offseason has been like five years uh, this 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 yeah. time around. It's been forever. I mean, it's been fun, though. It's been the co- I mean, to be honest, the coaching search, finding our coach, wondering what's going to happen, what's our offense defense going to look like. It was an exciting one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it sure as hell was a long time. You, you want to see football. You don't want to see these, like Evan says, games that don't damn count. I mean, come on. And now it's going to count, and there's going to be a lot of loud, drunken idiots screaming, hoping that they finally got a team that they can root for and win, right? And I'm, we are going to be two of those drunken idiots. Well, I will. I truly will be. And I hope you're a little bit sauced or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll force a shot down his throat or something. I'm but going to try not to burn because that's usually <laughs> what happens. But, yeah, I'm going to have a fun time. Uh you know, making sure you don't do anything too stupid. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, we're going to have a great time enjoying the game. Uh, maybe do a little tailgating. We'll see. Um, you know, just have a great time. And hopefully the Buccaneers are, are kicking this team's ass because I think it's very possible that they could. Because when I look at the San Francisco 49ers overall, uh, it's pretty much the same roster. Yes, they've made some additions. But when you look at it from a schematic standpoint, these guys are pretty much the same thing. It's... Um, you know, and I think that's where the Bucks have the edge because the Buccaneers are coming in with new schemes, stuff that the opposing team really hasn't seen as far as to game plan for. So I think that could help us out as far as um, an edge factor. So new schemes, yes. Um, also, yeah, it's funny. Quan's on the 49ers, so we know what the hell he can do, as every Bucks fan knows. Um, it's really we're the, the wild card. Like you just said, new total defense, but we still beat them last year with a piss-poor defense. Yeah, okay? not very good personnel right? either. Terrible personnel. We'll get more into that later, but just a way more aggressive defense. You honestly don't think the offensive line for the 49ers is that strong. I think they're suspect inside. I think that's where you can beat them, and that lines up right with our strength, which is Vita Vea and Indomitian Sue. 
Yeah, very much true. Uh, I want to get really, really excited, but I don't. Again, like I've been saying all off season, like I always get super hyped. And we did it last year with the two wins in a row, and then we play the Steelers, and there goes boom, boom, boom. Right. I'm going to be hyped regardless. I honestly think our defense, the way it's set up, can make some noise. Again, I don't see where all the national media is saying that the 49ers are so much more talented than we are. I just don't agree with that. Yes, their defensive line is pretty awesome. Their linebackers are okay. I just I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, well, when you flip it to the other side of the ball, offense, our offense versus the 49ers' yeah. defense. I mean, that is our that's the main concern. It's it's who's that's probably the biggest X factor of this game. It's like can our offensive line block and can they control uh, the 49ers' front four and and really give Jameis the time he needs to make plays downfield or you know get the ball out quick, et cetera. But it's going to be interesting to see how this coaching staff game plans, and I think they're going to really make sure they're putting these guys in position where, where these guys they don't really like they're not going to force Jameis to hold the ball, you know, more than four seconds. So, you know, that's going to be uh, a big emphasis that they're getting the ball out quick, and uh, and mixing in the run game as well. I think that's going to be the big uh, the key factor. Get these guys move, you know, move the ball first downs, but get them tired out as the game goes on. Yeah, like I put in the intro. I mean, Arian said he's he's seen it. It's you you can hold everyone back to max protection, but there's still you're gonna have no one out there to throw the ball, and they're gonna get in. So the thing is, just get this damn ball out fast. So shorter routes to get the ball out. And I heard in a press conference, I didn't save it, but Arian saying that yeah, the deep ball, like they everyone thinks he's known for the deep ball. It was more Carson Palmer's decision making. He's like, oh no, I see this deep route better. Because that's what he did in Cincinnati. He liked to throw the ball deep. Mm-hmm. He's a deep ball guy. But he said, Arians, he's like, I'm known for throwing shorter passes. I'm not known for that. That's Palmer that made those decisions. And he comes out saying, oh, yeah, we got to get the ball out fast. And against a team like the 49ers, like I put in the intro, you got to run the ball. you got to have it balanced. Yeah. And you, you, want, you want to hear all these things. Yeah. We hope to see these things. But you, at least the, the coach is telling you what he's going to be doing. He's going to keep them off balance. It's going to be running the ball. We have to run the ball because if we get stuck passing the ball against a team like this that has that many pass rushers, and yeah, I mean, Nick Bosa not playing. We don't have game tape on him. Even DeMar Dotson said he hasn't seen anything on Nick Bosa, not even college. So he has no clue what the hell he's going to be facing. That could be a wild card for them, right? I mean, second overall? Yeah, second overall Second overall pick? pick? Yeah. He's going to make and he's he's. I think he's a better Bosa brother. Well, I mean, you got to get the ball out fast. Buckner in the middle is nasty. Solomon Thomas, I liked him a while ago. He hasn't produced in the NFL, but still, that D-line, D-forward, a whole other wild card. We did not see that last year. Yeah, It's going to be a lot of pressure where he's right. Get the ball out fast, and we need to run the ball. Yeah, and you can expect the 49ers to attack um, Alex Kappa. I mean, that's who they're going to identify, and that's who they're going to try to target. They're going to try to do similar things that the Cleveland Browns did with the stunts and oh, yeah. and trying to get you know one-on-ones with Kappa, whether that be DeForest Buckner or you know bringing in Eric Armstead off the edge, et cetera, D Ford inside. Um, they're going to try to attack him. So. The Bucks have to do a good job, whether it's, you know, sending Ryan Jensen over there and then, you know, Ali Marpet and Donovan, they have to win their one-on-ones. Uh, so they're going to have to do some things to help him out. But also you can roll, you know, roll Jameis away from Alex 
and and have him throw on the run or you know do things like that where you're not keeping Jameis in the same spot every snap. So I think you're going to see some of that where they can get him moving, get the ball out quick, maybe limit your options to two on one side and pick one or the other, you know, and uh, just go from there. And let's be honest, the the two biggest plays to me, the touchdown to Breit last year in the San Fran game, it's a play where it was a breakout play. Winston ran to the side, Breit's his man, that's his go-to, he hit him. And then the Mike Evans play, that was like, what, a 50-yarder? It was something like that. Whereas, again, Winston had a flush out, and Evans goes to the sideline to help his quarterback out. He catches it. Sherman misses, and he has a big gain. It's just things where Winston made it with his feet. Mm-hmm. And that's because there was the pocket was collapsing, and Winston did it. The play broke down. Cutter didn't win. Right. It was the fact that Winston was good enough to make it with his feet. Yeah, I So design it, like he said, short passes, and we can get the ball out. To our playmakers, like that he did in preseason against the Steelers. Right. Like Godwin, quick pass, go. Yeah. Right? It's just, you hope you see this carry over. You, you saw a lot of what they could do. It's, will they do it here? And you, I mean, proof is in the pudding. At least they've shown it. Yeah. It's not like just it's always deep passes nonstop. And he's saying it himself. We're not going to be throwing deep passes hoping something's going to happen. Because we're going to get shit on if that, that's the case. Yeah. The cutter offense. But you have any other points on that one? <laughs> no, I, I think just the big storyline, I mean, is really the, this new coaching staff, you know, coming in here and the way they're going to be able to game plan, scheme, and and really hide our, our weaknesses and attack with our strengths. I think that's going to be a focus point. Uh, and, you know, you talked about the deep ball earlier. This offense is designed to open up the middle of the field. It, it's, it's designed to get those safeties to be pushing back. That creates, you know, holes behind the linebackers, and then you can attack from there. Uh, that's really what this offense is about. And then you sprinkle in the run game, you know, here and there. It is it is a pass offense, but the run game still supports it because then you can bring in the play action, et cetera, um, and really run some different things off that run game. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to Perryman. Well, right. We've seen what he can do in the deep ball. I mean, he's got speed. He's a bigger option to throw to. You haven't seen him fully yet. I know everyone loves Evans and Godwin. That's the big thing. It's You saw it on YouTube. They're like, oh, the duo, whatever they called them. Evans saying, like, oh, we're competing for who's number one. Yeah, they're they're both good. But Perriman is your deep option, mm-hmm. truly. Uh, yeah, if a play breaks down, Evans is it. But Perriman's your deep option number one. And I think he does get a big deep ball. I mean, that's just my perspective, especially if we get a running game going. For sure. Like if Peyton Barber and Rojo are actually doing a two-headed monster and they have to worry about anything of a run, any threat of a run, there has to be a deep ball that's going to be hit. I know people are going to be like, all right, Winston won't hit it. His accuracy ain't there. <laughs> it it will be there. If they're bringing a safety in the box and there's only one guy there and they're not covering – you can't cover the whole field. You can't cover Evans, Godwin, and then Perriman. you got to think, oh, could, but Perriman could be deep. You can't do it. Again, there's so many weapons we have, they just haven't been used correctly. And then O.J. Howard, like, God, like, jeez, mm-hmm. yeah, Quan, please be on O.J., please. <laughs> yeah. like we haven't even mentioned O.J. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about Perriman, I think he could be an X factor in this game just because of the mismatch that he's going to be uh, presenting. Uh, the secondary for 49ers are already kind of beat up. They're without Jimmy Ward for this game. He's not going to play. Just because uh, of a broken finger? Yeah, he's out, out for the <laughs> game. So <laughs> he's out, uh, and now they have, I think, Kwan Williams, who is their nickelback, and he's not the biggest guy. They have um, Weatherspoon, who's on the outside. He's a little bit bigger. He's probably 6'2", 
uh, obviously Richard Sherman, but he's getting up there in age and, and just not the same type of player that he used to be. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they find ways to really attack the 49ers um, nickelback and also the, maybe their fourth corner if a fourth corner has to come in. Uh, but then you look at the linebackers, I think OJ's going to have a mismatch, whoever goes yeah. up against him. Easy. Um, and you might be able to say that with um, our defense facing George Kittle. So, you know, that's probably – you know, the X factor for San Francisco because that's their best player on offense. That's the guy you have to really contain is uh, George Kittle. But it, it's going to be interesting to see how the Bucks attack with all the weapons that they have. It, it just comes down to how do they protect and, and really find a way to keep this front four off balance as far as running the – or pass rushing, I should say. All right, before I make some points. So didn't Rondé intercept a ball with a, like a, a club on his hand? He did. Was his hand that, broken, or was it? That's Rondé Barber, though. I or mean, what did I say? What did I say? No, you said Rondé. Oh, but it's Rondé. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but either way, I mean, it, are we that much he of a plays, sissy he, nowadays? He like, played with a, a broken thumb, and he actually got an interception in the same week of that game against Green Bay. I mean, come on. Yeah. He wore opening day. You can't put a club on. Like, yeah. You just go. I know you guys can't see this, but he wore like a little <laughs> club on his hand, and it was like. I guess it was covering his all his fingers. So yeah, I mean it was yeah, pretty impressive. That. Yeah, or no, actually they had it cut out, so his his fingers were kind of. No, I'm not. It was a club. It was a boxing was it? Okay. glove. Yeah. It looked like a big white blob. Right. And he got an interception with, it. and Jimmy Ward broke his what index? I don't know what finger I it was. You but tweeted it, but yeah, come on, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I'll leave it alone. Uh, but you saying yeah? Primarily, it's our O line versus their D line. Are they going to give? Once enough time to throw the ball. Their secondary, I think, is truly suspect besides Sherman. But then again, he's getting up there in age. I know Evans gave uh, Witherspoon and Verrett. I talked about them in an early yeah. podcast. Some, some saying that they're still professionals and everything. But still, with our wide receiver room, mm-hmm. if they're one-on-one with them and they're trying to send pressure in to mess up Winston, yeah. we're going to win. Yeah, and okay. Verrett, Verrett hasn't played him forever because he's been out. And he's a little felt. He's been out with injuries. I mean, a good player when he's on the field, but we just don't know how that's going to, you know, come into play. You know, especially with the time he's missed. And I think the other guy, Quan Williams, is the starting nickel. So I don't know how they're going to yeah. rotate um, Verrett in there as well. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of mismatches they have, and then does Jameis identify those pre-snap, which I think is going to be the case. Oh, I'm hoping so because. Guess what? Yeah, Richard Sherman and and Witherspoon are taller corners. Right. Vera and and Williams are five nine. Right. That's why I said they're little fellas. All our guys are big. Yeah, they're all six three or above. Right. So yeah. <laughs> eat. Yeah. Just just eat. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, don't worry about it. I like how he, even Aaron said, "Oh, if it's Evans, I'm I'm okay with a fifty fifty ball with him." So am I. Yeah. I think what was it two two or three years ago where. Um, Evans had the jump ball where Winston's just like, I'm just going to toss it up. Oh, against that the Rams? Was in, no, that was in San Fran a couple of years ago. I don't know it was two or three years ago, but... Oh, tw- well, we played him, yeah, in San Francisco 2016. But it's just stuff like that where yeah. Evans is just that good of a player where he's going to... It's not 50-50 no more. It's more 75-25. But, yeah, the, the, the secondary of theirs is not at all their strength, in my opinion. It's just going to be... What is Armstead, Buckner... D Ford, Nick Bosa, what are they going to do to our front five? Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, they're probably going to attack Kappa. 
Dotson, I hope he did some research. I know he said he didn't, but I mean, Nick Bosa is not I'm not too worried about Dotson. I think he'll be okay. He's probably our best pass protector as, as that goes. Um, and I think, you know, the main thing is, like I said, in, you know, earlier, it's like Jameis is going to have options pre-snap. And I think he's going to do a good job of identifying who's the mismatch, and they're just going to attack that person, and they're going to get the ball out quickly. So it's going to be, you know, whether you're running a drag route or you're running some type of slants, you know, et cetera, comebacks, um, and just get that ball out um, and let the guy go make some yards after the yeah. catch. I think that's, I think that's going to be the game plan. Like Perriman. He's fast, so he doesn't have to go deep all the time. You can just run him across the field, yeah. and if you hit him in stride, you'll be good to go. You know, So it's st- simple stuff like that, screens, et cetera, draws. All that stuff's going to be in play. Using speed and space. Using space as a weapon. Right. Right? Yeah. Not just the weapon that you have, but space. Clear it out and let that guy go. Yeah. But uh, that's a coaching staff that was <laughs> and now is not. Yeah. So hopefully this coaching staff utilizes that. Uh, but also I was going to say, so I don't know if you posted this on Twitter. I know you sent them to me um, of uh, Solomon Thomas uh, in the preseason game against um, the Chiefs. Right. Covering the running back for the Chiefs. Well, if there is anything of Nick Bosa doing that, a tackle. Yeah, yeah Nick Bosa is a wild card for them of pass rush ability. But he was going to fall back in coverage, attack his ass big time. He he did he said himself he didn't want to be a three four outside linebacker he wanted to be a all all down getting after the quarterback so guess what if that's what you want to do that's your mentality hell we're gonna take advantage of that do your research and know he doesn't like to fall back he wants to only go forward right attack that that these are things to me where I've been like same thing with D Ford he's a nose just straight down ears pinned back go you yeah they're scary when they're coming after you if you're down. But if, if you're going to use this to your advantage, do it. Like, get a screen going. Yep. And we've shown we can do that in preseason. Right. Get a quick pass where they, they have to make a decision. Oh, they're going to come in or they're going to drop back. They're going to come in. Mm-hmm. Do it. I mean, the, the opportunities we have for offense is amazing. It's, again, like you said, O-line. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I put that play up on Twitter today, actually. So Good, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh <laughs> But, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. It's about finding those, if they do present that look, which I don't think they will. I, I didn't really see it much after that play um, as far as in preseason um, for the 49ers. I didn't see them put the defensive ends in coverage anymore after that. So it could have been just that one time. Again, it is preseason, so maybe they were just kind of exper- testing, things. Yeah, testing things out. Um, but, yeah, if we get that look and you have a running back or you have you know a tight end like O.J. Howard, I mean, you you take that all day and just and let it um, let it fly, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's gonna be that's gonna be the big test, you know. Their front, how do we slow down their front four? Um, and you talked about D Ford. I think you got to run right at him. I think you got to yeah. run at him, and you got to run at Quan Alexander too. I think you find ways to isolate them and, and really attack them in the run game. Uh, if you can do that, you could get some big plays. Because again, you you said their secondary small small. And you have guys like Chris Godwin who can go in the slot and really block. And uh, Mike Evans can do the same thing. So I think that could be an advantage um, for us uh, in this game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, offense, yeah, the only other, wanted, other thing I wanted to touch on was I honestly do think if we can get to the second level, there will be a big run. I mean, mm-hmm. it's getting through Armstead, Buckner. But that's a big, two big boys. 
and then D Ford. I think I think there's going to be a hole between D Ford and Buckner. Right. There will be, and it's if Quan either overruns this or just tries to make a play running into someone, and there's going to be a gap. Yeah. Like we we, I have the clip. It's uh, Arians talking about Quan. We know his weaknesses and his positives. Right. Attack those things. And we all know as Buck fans what what it is. Mm-hmm. He he can't cover that well. No. He did good one game, but can't cover that well, and he's very overly aggressive. Use it to your advantage. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, he uh, he's very he can over pursuit when he's coming from the backside, which I think he's gonna be. I mean, he's the weak side linebacker now, so he doesn't play middle anymore. Uh, they have Fred Warner for that, who's a decent player. Uh, but yeah, I think those guys in coverage, those are definitely suspect. But yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. I I don't even think you need the big run play. Uh, I just think you need a consistency of that run game where it's you know three to five yards every time. That way you have that established, and you can always run the play action. You can run play action pretty much all the time. You don't even need a run game to run play action because once you do, those guys freeze automatically. So you're going to create space that way. Um, but it's just nice to have that balance and, and mix it in because that does slow down uh, the pass rush because they have to think about it. Yeah, so here's one last thought about their defense. Truly, it is their defensive line. I mean, Every name on here I've either really looked into or I know is good. Yeah, it's all first-round picks. I mean, well, I mean, D. Ford isn't. Well, I mean, D. Ford, Nick Bosa, Sheldon Day is a starting defensive tackle. Smaller in stature, but very penetrating type of defensive mm, tackle. Right. DeForest Bunkner is just proven good player. Eric Armstead, Beast, Solomon Thomas. And he's their backup right now. So... That's four or five, six deep. So, I mean, that's that's strong. That's really strong. I mean, if we can wear them down with a balanced attack, yeah, we we can take advantage of their weak linebacking core and broken finger secondary. Okay? So, I mean, offense, I just truly believe if we beat their defensive line, if our offensive line has any way with them at all, we should be able to do some good things. Oh, even, yeah. if we, even if we can't block them well. Getting it out fast and running the ball, keeping it balanced, we should be able to do something. Yeah, that's plain and simple. I mean, not the cutter offense. We're talking the Bruce Arians offense. Oh, forgive me, Byron Leftwich. Yeah, with Bruce Arians' influence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I'm excited to see how that plays out. But you know, switching things over to let's do it. Yeah, their offense versus our defense. Uh, offensively for the 49ers is pretty much the same thing we've seen, and it's it really hasn't changed um, from last year. So that's why I'm excited because our defensive personnel has improved. Um, this is going to be a better fit for what our defense likes to do, and, and I think it's an edge for our defense. So looking at their offense, they like to run a lot of boot action. They like to run a lot of uh, stretch runs, zone scheme blocking. Uh, they like to get onto the perimeter and get outside on the edges and really make it easier on the quarterback as far as having one to two reads. Um, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is back. He didn't play against us last year. So that does factor into it. But when looking at Garoppolo's game, you know, a couple things I notice. He, he tends to lock on his, his targets. Like he locks onto his number one guy. And if you can take that away, he has a tendency to hold the ball for a half a second. And that usually leads to either pressure, you know, sack, or it could lead to a late throw, and that gives you an opportunity to make some plays on the football as far as interceptions. Uh, that's that's what I notice. 
the run game is the is the strong suit of their offense. That's how they're built. I mean, Matt Breida, he he's a beast. Uh, that guy's really good. He knows how to get three to three yards pretty much every time. Uh, and then they also have Tevin Coleman, who has given us trouble in the past uh, with Atlanta, but you're not facing Matt Ryan. So, you know, I I think defensively, I just like how we match up against them. Receiver wise, I don't really see anything. I'll, I'll let you dive into that, but I, I think we match up well. Okay, so quick, I guess a uh, devil's advocate of Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, he may lock on sometimes, but some of his deep throws are beautiful. Very he, accurate thrower. He's a very accurate deep ball thrower, Yeah, which I guess Buck fans will be envious of because we can't hit a deep ball to save our lives sometimes, and we're just, it's just a forced ball. He can loft it, and it looks pretty. I mean, he's shown it plenty of times, New England and in San Francisco, during the season and in preseason. He did it even this preseason. Right. He's got a nice ball. Let's put it that way. Not balls. <laughs> ball. <laughs> so, I mean, that's one area where, yeah, we got to get in there and get him. Yeah. Because if he has an option for a deep ball, it I think he can hit on those. Yeah. He's a very pretty guy as well. I mean, that's been stated. <laughs> right. It's been very much stated. He's yeah. very pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, can, he pulls off a mean 5 o'clock shadow. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> but, again, I agree with you about their run game. I mean, Brita had over 100 yards, and I believe it was, what, 17 carries? Probably not even that much. Not I even that I much? it was 14. Yeah, it was, it was barely anything last year. Right. And they stopped it because, guess what? They were down. They couldn't keep running the ball. Mm-hmm. And you were damn correct. 14 carries, 106 yards last year. 7.6 average. Right. So, if... They were in the lead. They could have kept running the ball. Yeah. yeah some will say, oh, it's because they had Mullins starting quarterback. Either way, we had a piss-poor defense, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Our defense is nothing like it is this year. So, looking at our defensive line, Vita Vea is going to play. And Dominican Sue is going to play. These are two monsters in the middle where even Arian said these aren't just gap fillers. These guys are penetrating. Vita Vea had, like, one of his best year- years. <laughs> One of his best games against the San Francisco, what, 49ers. Right. He had one sack, three tackles for loss, one QB hit, and he had probably two or three other opportunities to get a sack. Mm-hmm. And this is supposedly a space eater. But the thing is, like last year, you mentioned about the wide receivers. Dante Pettis' one touchdown was because Colton Davis is playing like 15 yards back. Yeah, ran a quick slot. That ain't going to happen. Right. Okay? And you won't be playing in the slot like he was. So it's just Pettis, Goodwin, Debo Samuels. or Yeah. yeah. Debo Samuels is the only guy that I know is good based off of Debo, South Carolina's Yeah, tape. Debo you got to watch out for as far as reverses and stuff like that. Uh, they like to run, you know, a lot of misdirection pre-snap. So that's that goes into another thing I, I forgot to mention, you know, just gap control in itself, being disciplined, making sure your edge contain is good. That's going to be important. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some corner blitzes to really yeah. attack those bootlegs when Jimmy goes out because I think I put that play up as well when he boot he he booted out guy was right in his face and he just lobs it up there like it's nothing and it could have been picked off. Yeah. So he'll he'll give you opportunities to make plays. We just have to take advantage of them. Oh, but remember he's just remember he said he threw five interceptions because he's just testing. <laughs> he's just yeah. testing guys. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, all I mean, part of the plan. Five straight in a row interceptions. He's just testing. 
Five times in a row he was testing. Remember. Bullshit. Come on. It, like, what was it? The quicksand comment. Oh, just shit got bad and just kept getting worse. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. It wasn't bull. Yeah. Come on. All right. But I wanted to quickly play this. This about Hargraves, about how we're going to be playing defense. And this is totally opposite of what we played against them last year. Check out B.A. First of all, he's been healthy. He's probably the healthiest he's been in a couple of years. And, and he's really bought into the system. It's what he did very well at Florida. You know, press man, bail, some things, quarters that, that he's played before. And, he, and he, he's such a bright guy that uh, he sees why we do things. And, and he, so he can execute it very well. Of course, that's him talking about Hargraves from Florida. Right. Very smart guy. Press man, bail, quarters. So there's not going to be playing 15 yards back no more. Carlton Davis, what does he do best? Press man. Bail because someone's blitzing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all about deception. It's all about aggressive forcing the issue. And this is playing into everything that we have right now. And this is good to us. Do I think it's going to be a blowout? No. Um, we'll save these predictions for later, but we're just looking at the matchup. Hargraves, Davis, Outside corners, press man. That's what they like to do. Garoppolo is going to have to get the ball out early because there's going to be blitzes from Devin White, who has proved he's got the speed, mm-hmm. proved he's got just power. There's going to be so much in his face. These weapons he has, Goodwin's five, what, nine, eight? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's little. Not, not too Dante big. Pettis is the only big guy. He's a toothpick. Right. And Debo, I like him, but he's like, I don't even think he's your slot. I think he's a backup second. Probably, he might be the slot for this game. They're going to probably put Pettis in the slot. That, you know, looking at their matchups, what they can present. I think the two challenges the Bucks defense has is is going to be MJ Stewart on whoever he's covering in the slot. I think that could be a, a matchup that they want to target, especially if they can get Pettis or Goodwin in the slot, because just because of MJ's inability to be, he's not the fastest guy, um, <laughs> but he will be playing aggressive and and pressing these guys, so that could help him. So I think you know that matchup kind of concerns me. I think we're going to shut down the run. I'm not worried about their run game. I think our really yeah. I think our run defense is going to be fine, especially with the push up the middle. I think Will Golston will be fine there. Then our linebackers, you know, Nassup and and uh, Shaq Barrett, along with David back. I think I think we'll be perfectly fine there as far as stopping the run. Uh, my main concern, uh, other main concern, is, is obviously George Kittle. You know, yeah. well, how do we contain him? What do we do? Because they move him all over the place. Like, he's constantly moving. Um, and also the fullback. They use their fullback very well as far as an option. They can sneak, Say that name. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to try. <laughs> but uh, they can sneak him out of the backfield, and he, he's found ways to get open downfield. So that's something you have to look for. And um, they do a really good job of scheming it up and, and finding ways to get these guys open. So that's why I'm saying we have to be disciplined and making sure Kittle, Kittle – is always covered and, and and has someone on him at all times, whether that be Jordan Whitehead, who I think can guard him. He did last year and held him pretty well. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they, they match that up. Yeah, then, again, this goes over to what Jess Root said. This is, again, going to the off season, which right. I said was fun. Jess Root said the weakness of Bruce Arians or Todd Bowles' defense is the middle of the field. Because guess what? We're so aggressive that we're going to be blitzing linebackers. Yeah. So what? who fits the middle of the field? That's the middle linebackers. Yeah. So Levante and, and Devin White are going in. That's open. Right. And w- what usually fills in the middle of the field? It's usually the safeties. 
So safeties, but who? What oh, yeah, the player goes in? Yeah, tight ends. Tight ends. Yeah. So again, that fits their best player. Right. Easily best player on offense. Yeah. Uh, you, you hope Jordan Whitehead or MJ Stewart or yeah. or Edwards, who hasn't really, he just started practicing again, coming off injury. You hope they can be sound enough and just to stop it for a minimal gain. Because, yeah. yeah, you're not going to stop them, but you can contain them. Right. So do that. Do that for the minimal five, six-yard gain. Do not break him out because he, he can run when he has the ball in his oh, hand. Yeah. Tackling is going to be huge. Uh, we have to make sure we wrap and, and gain tackle. But looking at that, I, I think our push up the middle is going to be very impressive. I, I just think Vita and Ndamukong up the middle – is really going to cause problems for Jimmy because Jimmy he likes to he likes to focus on the middle of the field. Uh, I think that's where he's best at. Um, yeah, he can make he can make throws down the sideline, but when you take away that middle vision um, and really make him go left or right, I think that's where you can find a way to really shut him down. Yeah, I mean, he's not a statue, but no. he's just not good on the run. He can move. He's got mobility, but I'm just saying you, you push that pocket, and he doesn't like it when the pocket collapses. No quarterback does. Yeah. But uh, I, I think that's going to be something to look out for. I, I, I just I feel we have an edge there inside. Um, and they're probably thinking the same thing with going up against Alex Kappa. So uh, it's just going to be interesting who wins that battle. I mean, so let's just look at their offensive line real quick. Joe Staley has been a proven good starter at left tackle. Yep. Left guard, you have Lincoln Tomlinson. I thought he was a really good left guard. Again, better against the run than the than the pass. Yeah. Uh, Weston Richburg is their center. I don't know how you feel on him. Decent, decent, decent player. Yeah, that's about, about all I was going to say. Mike per- Person, not a good right guard. Yeah. Just yeah. like us. Yeah. Mike McGlinchey from Notre Dame from last year. Solid. He had solid moments. He was really good at Notre Dame, but he had, he had moments in. Last year, where he looked like just schooled. Mm-hmm. Let's see if he makes a jump. If he doesn't, attack it. Yeah. Right? So that right side is weaker. Just go. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, I mean, I, there's going to be gaps where Devin White's going to fly in. Mm-hmm. Base, again, like you said, the defensive tackles we have, Sue and Vita Vea, they're not just gap eaters. They can penetrate. You have to give them attention. There has to be... I, I just, to me, I don't understand how national media can easily say we're going to get our asses kicked. And the 49ers are so much more talented than we are. I, I don't understand it. I fight it. It gets me angered. I'm going to drink more because of it. <laughs> and and the second it happens, I'll be livid and be like, okay, yeah, well, guess what? National media, you suck. <laughs> and I'll be... I hope we we're gonna record some stuff. Let's yeah. put it that way during this per, game. Personally, I feel we we should dominate this team. I, I think this should be a game we win. I think I predicted on on Gene's show, Buck, what you heard. I, you best. I predicted twenty four fourteen. I I think it could. That's a domination. Twenty four fourteen. Winning I, by ten. I mean, we won twenty seven nine. I know. Didn't we? Yeah. Last time. Well, now since I've broken down more film, I I just think we can. I just don't think San Francisco is that good. I I think we can. Really put it to him. Uh, go as high as 20, to him, huh? 20, 28, 10, something like that. Uh, but it'll be interesting. Again, these two teams are in the same boat. I mean, they're both trying to take that next step forward um, into playoff contention and really become relevant again. So uh, you have a lot of new things on, on the Bucks side. Uh, San Francisco has some continuity there, but also they have guys coming back from injury um, at, at key positions in, in Jimmy Garoppolo. So. 
uh, be it, it's going to be a good test, but I just feel like we have the the matchup advantage. The only thing I'm scared about our defense versus their offense. Again, it's a new defense install. Right. Yes, they looked amazing in preseason. But it's preseason. Again, it's preseason. Everyone's playing vanilla. Kyle Shanahan, which Bruce Arians said, is a mastermind of moving pieces, not having you know what's going to go on, and then having moving pieces during the snap. Right. So these guys that know their assignment, want to play aggressive and play fast and downhill, are going to be having to play downhill while they're running sideways. That's my only concern. Kyle Shanahan is a really good game planner, good play caller. He knows what he's doing. I'm hoping that these guys know their assignments that well where they can make up for it. First game of the season, I I said this way, way in the beginning. You're changing from a 4-3 to a 3-4. It's a lot of differences. Yes, I agree. They like the way they're playing. Let's see what happens when the lights are on, guns are firing. Like You have to make quick decisions. Mm-hmm. And then you have a, a team game planning against you, really pushing it. Yes, BA does the same thing. There's a total different offense. They have a lot more motion and moving and Kittle all over the damn place, like you mentioned earlier. That's the only thing where I think they get – I'm concerned. They get confused about all the motion. Their running game gets going because it's only one thing for – Vea and Sue to stop the middle. If they get the outside gaps, because we were getting too much penetration inside, well, then they start thinking too much. Mm-hmm. If they get the run game going, it's scary. I mean, but that that's, they have to get the run game going. Mm-hmm. But then again, they got it going against a shitty defense last time. Yeah, I think this defense is way more talented than it was last year. Is it ready for quick decisions just yet in this new scheme, I don't know. I hope they answer that for me on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I'll make a. I'm I'm all in. I'm just, I'm gonna make a bold, do it. I'm gonna make a bold prediction. Do it. I'm gonna say <laughs> first series for the 49ers offense. I think there's just gonna be a, a big hit, and the, and the crowd <laughs> the crowd is just gonna go crazy. I think there's gonna be a big hit on Jimmy G, and I just don't think he's ever gonna recover from it. And uh, I just think I see things trending up for the Buccaneers throughout the game. Are we talking like a Sue late hit to slam him in the no, ground? No, it's are we a clean, like a, clean oh, hit. Like, yeah, I think either Levante or Devin White are going to blitz on the first play and just come streaking through and just God, lay, lay, lay the wood. And the crowd's just going to go nuts. God, I hope. Yeah, I just I feel that coming on. Oh, my gosh. That's I, what I hope she, it's that's Devin what she White. Said. <laughs> oh, I feel it. Uh, oh, 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 face. <laughs> no, I, I really do hope that's, that's the case because y'all know how much – of a stickler I am with Devin White. He's been quiet in preseason. preseason. Yeah. Again, I agree. It's good that he's quiet. I actually agree with this. I'd rather him not be exposed. I had one play where I saw him exposed, and then after that I was like, oh, holy crap, he's actually doing what he's supposed to be doing. I want to see him unleashed. I hope it's just send – turn him loose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew you are going to – from Biscuit. I hope you guys know that, that quote. Yeah. Red? Is it red? No, it's not even red. What the hell is his name? I don't know. But term loose. Yeah. Let the big dog eat. All yeah. the shit I like to say. <laughs> I just hope we get to see the real Devin White. The LSU Devin White, the guy that rides horses, that goes balls to the walls. That's just, I hope we get to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the, the matchup. I mean, that's how, 
you know, we see it going, playing out. Um, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good matchup, I think. Uh, but I just feel like the Bucks have have the edge in this one, and hopefully that leads to uh, to victory. Um, do we have time for uh, to, for questions? Oh, we got we got time. We got time. Okay. Oh, so yeah, new recording tonight. Previewing our four nights. Okay, let's let's go through it. So Rob Dunlap. I don't know if he was the first one there, but I'm going to do yeah, he's, he's first he, there. he's the first. Uh, so the 49ers don't appear to have made many changes to their team that we saw last year. Are you expecting a similar result with our team's meet on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, I pretty much said it earlier. I think I think we do. I think it's going to be uh, a one-sided affair in the Bucks' favor. I just I feel like our personnel has upgraded. I think we're more organized with the coaching staff, the scheme, et cetera. Uh, I, I feel it's going to be a, a good day for the Buccaneers. Good, good. I, <laughs> I agree. Y'all heard my only concern. It's just, is this defense ready to deal with all these different mismatches and moving pieces that they're going to have to deal with right. with the 49ers? And just don't give Garoppolo time to throw the deep ball because he has a pretty one. Uh, Rob Dunlap had one more. Uh, the 49ers are notorious Notoriously bad against covering running backs that can catch in the flats. Do we have the right personnel to exploit that? Well, yeah, we mentioned a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll answer it real quick. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's true. Do we have the right personnel? I mean, if Dari's out there, yes. Peyton Barber can catch a ball. Is he going to make you miss? No, but he's he's going to take advantage of space. He, or he'll run, run you over. Rojo, it's yet to be seen. You hope he can do that. Because he once the ball's in his hands, let's... Let's see. Just make sure he catches the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, so next one, Tommy, my boy Tommy, uh, is George Kittle the be- biggest X factor? This really, they really have that's proven? Question mark. Marquise Goodwin is flashy but inconsistent, and Debo is a rookie. Dante Pettis is decent, but I think our secondary and linebackers do well against San Francisco's wide receivers and backs. Yeah, George Kittle is the biggest X factor. I mean, we mentioned that earlier. Uh, I think you just got to find ways to keep track of him because he moves around everywhere. Um, so you have to make sure you have a body on him to contain. Uh, yeah, the running backs in the, in the flats, that's another area where you have to be disciplined, make sure you guys have uh, personnel on them and, and making sure you're covering. Uh, because, like I said, they like to move their fullback out into the into the flats, so they'll take advantage of that. Um, and that's that's a weakness of the Todd Bowles defense. It's it's attacking with those short passes underneath where the blitz is coming from. So you have to make sure you're paying attention to those things. Are they running like a spider two wide banana? Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they've they've done that play before. So yep, there you go, fullback. You're still alive. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you. We obviously said George Kittle is truly their biggest X factor, their yeah. best weapon. Dante Pettis is not at all i mean he's he's got to prove it more than anything uh, he hasn't showed anything goodwin yeah he's got a deep ball option yeah. but again if if he has that much pressure in his face he won't have that option mm-hmm. that's why we got to keep forcing it and that's why this top bulls defense is built on aggression quick decisions because they don't want yeah. that quarterback having that ability to make that deep ball call right right and that's again if we stop that run which is my only only concern uh so anthony he says i have a feeling mike edwards will be our bruce out will be bruce arian's honey badger do you agree thoughts on mike edwards and jordan jordan whitehead being the starters at safety 
Yeah, I mean, if if this was like a month ago before Mike Edwards got hurt, I would probably agree with you. Um, just because he got injured, I'm just not sure how he's going to bounce back. Um, but I really like Jordan Whitehead. You know, Mark loves Jordan Whitehead. Uh, so I think that tandem can be really good. Um, we're just going to see how, how quickly can Mike uh, adjust and really get back to where, where he was before injury. If he can do that, and I'm really excited about that group. Yeah, to, to that, I, I love, like he said, Jordan Whitehead. I was a big fan of his coming out of college. Mike Edwards, I thought, was Jordan Whitehead. But to me, not. I thought Jordan Whitehead was better than Edwards. But they're very much the similar player. Like, I don't know why people think Mike Edwards is so much bigger than Jordan Whitehead. Maybe just their bone structure, but they're pretty much listed the same. Yeah. Um, Mike Edwards is a very heady player as well. I mean, I think he's better in space than Jordan Whitehead. Again, that's probably why he's more of the Bruce or the Honey Badger type, I right. guess. Right. But either way, yeah, I'm comf- comfortable. Like you said, Coming off injury, it's a little bit iffy. Yeah. Either way, he's a rookie. Right. That was my big thing. I mentioned to you earlier in the week. It's like, yeah. Mike Edwards coming off injury and he's a rookie. You know they're going to want to attack that. Will they have time to attack it? Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Darian Stewart gets in there and plays a little bit yeah. as well, and how they rotate him, how they move those pieces around. They'll have probably um, you know the safeties come up in this defense, so they'll you know be in man coverage at times, or they'll be playing back. So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out oh that's cool so new face michael adams at jeremy 23 says do you think our o-line could dominate the run yeah i think that's a big factor i think that that's a huge key to the game if they can push this defensive line back and really create something as far as the run game or or they don't even have to create much they have to just create a little bit for you know Peyton barber and rojo to get through uh, i i think that will be uh very important um i think it's definitely possible uh, like I said, you got to attack D Ford. You got to attack Nick Bosa in the run. Um, I think that's where you can win. So, do I think our O line could dominate? Yeah, I want to put dominate, but I, I think they can be serviceable and, and do the job. I think you can find some in the second half that are going to explode. I'm hoping. I think early on their D line is just going to really, <laughs> I don't want to say dominate our O line, but they're going to be. It's going to be a tough matchup early on. Um, you hope later in the game we just we keep pushing forward, pushing forward, and we end up dominating them later. That's that's what I'll say. Mm-hmm. And then that goes together with the the last question from Benjamin, another new new face. Thank you, Benjamin. This is at Ben's big trip. He said, "Are we going to see much of Rojo, or will it be Barber Show on the ground?" No, you're going to see both of them. I think it'll be fifty fifty. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of these guys uh, rotate in and out. I think you'll see Dare as well um, on third down. So I think it'll be a good combination of both. Rojo will definitely get his uh, carries. I agree with you. I think, I think Aaron's has been saying it's going to be 50-50 or the hot hand. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I mean, Peyton Barber will be able to bulldoze through easier against these bigger guys, right? So I think it'll be Barber's show early and then hopefully, like, we hope later in the game it's going to be one that breaks open, which I hope will be a Rojo. Mm-hmm. So it's a good question, and one I hope does happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that's it with questions. We appreciate it, guys, as always. Um, any any final thoughts before we uh, get out of here? Yeah, if, if any of you all at the game, 
email us, tweet us, just contact us in any way. If you want to get together, have a beer, or talk Bucks football, anything. Like we're, I want to go the what the Buck tailgate. Um, we may be there. We'll probably put it out there on Twitter if we go. If not, we'll post up or tell us where you're at. We'll come join you, or have a beer or something. I, I'm, I'm gonna be drinking. <laughs> I don't know if y'all are going to Tim McGraw concert, but I'm probably not. I don't know. Plus, may want to. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually just interested as far as uh, you know who's going to be attending that because there will be some fine ladies probably there. So oh, that's oh, probably what I'll be okay. more interested in. But um, yeah, Mark's already taken, but I am single. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean that'll be uh, you know something to look forward to because there there's always very fine ladies at the game. So that's that's always nice. It's always uh, pretty scenery. Yeah, so pretty ladies or yeah. just anyone wants to talk football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Contact us. Or... Football first. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Just, Combination of both. Yeah, either way, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. If you all want to get together, talk box like we we just mentioned, give us a shout out or yeah. do whatever you want to do. Other than that, enjoy the game and hopefully we come out with a victory. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that's going to do it for us. Uh, again, appreciate the questions. And I hope everyone has a great weekend. Again, enjoy the game and go Bucks as always.